If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, we have a revival of a really old favorite. We've got some game sales data, and we've got a demo and a new cloud game on its way to the Nintendo Switch. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Before we get started, though, if you enjoy this video, make sure that you click on all of the buttons down below on the YouTube channel. They really do help. If you're listening to this show, then you can check out any episode of Nintendo Switchcraft over on my YouTube channel, which you can find at nerdnest.tv. Let's get started. Let's start off today's episode with a revival of an old favorite, and that is Super Turrican. But it's not just Super Turrican. It's it's all the Turrican games, basically. Uh, If you've never played a Turrican game, they are this old-school, side-scrolling, shoot-em-up style game where you play as this, I guess I would say like some kind of android or a guy in a suit, basically. And you're running left and right and shooting enemies. It's very, very fun. Um, I never played any of the really, really old ones. The only one that I ever played was Super Turrican. And it was on the Super Nintendo. I played it at a friend's house. I never owned that game. But I, I do remember really, really liking it. I remember liking Metroid more, but I also remember really enjoying uh, Turrican or Super Turrican. Uh, all of these, super, uh, all of the Turrican games, and the one that I remember most is Super Turrican. So I tend to say Super Turrican instead of just regular, instead of just Turrican. Uh, but all of the Turrican games are now uh, available. Uh, they'll be available on the 29th. I got a review copy of um, Turrican Flashback, which contains all of the Turrican games. Uh, here's what they have to say over at inningames.com. They say, we are proud to share the exciting news that Turrican, Europe's greatest action video game series, is back for the first time in almost 30 years in a brand new curated collection from the original development team, Factor 5, titled Turrican Flashback. This retail edition aims to make Turrican available to a wider audience and complement the limited collector's editions from strictly limited games. I The, the copy that I got was a digital copy. Um, they um, That are dedicated to collectors and the biggest fans of Turrican. The intergalactic action adventure that took video games by storm throughout the 1990s turrican is heralded around the world as one of the finest examples of action video games of all time it's a unique mix of exploration 
atmosphere and blistering nonstop action pushed the genre forward and set the benchmark for years to come. And since its original release in 1991 has proudly been supported by one of the most enthusiastic and loyal fan bases of the medium. And of course, when talking Turrican, you have to mention the incredible music musical score by living legend Chris Hulselback. I really, really apologize, Chris, for butchering your name. Uh, Chris Hesselbeck, uh, which has been echoing in playrooms, venues, and even symphony halls for decades. So this list actually includes four games. There's Turrican, Turrican 2, The Final Fight, Mega Turrican, and Super Turrican. The only one that I'm uh, familiar with before getting my review copy of this was Super Turrican, and I really did enjoy uh, playing it. The thing about the Turrican games, in my opinion, is that they're really, really hard. I would say almost inaccessible because they're so hard. Now, that says a lot more about the time when these games came out than it does about whether or not the game design itself is good or bad. I think the game design is very, very good. However, as an old guy who has limited amounts of free time to spend playing video games, I have a tendency to shy away from games that are really, really hard. One of the reasons why I'm enjoying playing uh, Turrican Rewind is it? I forget. I always forget what the name of the game is. So I'm going to scroll up Turrican Flashback. Uh, one of the reasons I'm enjoying playing Turrican Flashback so much is because you have a rewind feature. So when you get killed, you can rewind. Now, I'm sure that there are purists out there who hear me say that and they're like, Bill, you are not a real gamer to which those people I say, I don't care what you think. I'm okay rewinding when I make a mistake in a game if that means that I can keep progressing. Um, I really like Super Turrican a lot more than the other three uh, games in the package, uh, but I haven't spent tons of time with it. I got this game, I would say, two days ago, so I haven't had tons of time to play uh, Turrican Flashback. I do have to say that I really do enjoy the music in the game. It's very good. It's also, you know, not a huge surprise. It's, it's the it's that sound chip that was on the Super Nintendo. I loved the sound chip that was on the Super Nintendo. Just to give you a little background on me, on my my tastes in music when it comes to video games. When I was a kid, if I misbehaved, my parents would take away my controllers, knowing that that meant that I could not play the games. And so what I would do, not being able to play the games that I wanted to play is I would just put a cartridge in, turn on the TV, and I would power it on, and I would listen to the intro music of various games. So I love, love 1980s and 90s video game music. It is one of my favorite things. This weekend, I totally meant to sit down and play the demo for Bravely Default, and I was completely unable to. Saturday was completely absorbed with a plumbing issue. We've got a very, very expensive uh, plumbing issue uh, that's going to be fixed this week. 
And uh, so Saturday was completely consumed with that. Then Sunday, I had my podcast Stadia cast that I was recording. If you haven't already checked that podcast out, please make sure that you do. And if you are watching this on my YouTube channel, then make sure that you subscribe to it, where myself and a buddy of mine sit down and we talk about um, uh, Google Stadia each and every week on Sunday. So I, I, I uh, Sunday, I sat down and I did that. And then Right after the show on Sunday, we played uh, what my wife likes to call intergalactic make-believe, which is Star Wars Edge of the Empire. It's a tabletop role-playing game set in the Star Wars universe. Uh, We played that using Tabletop Simulator on our computers. We had a blast with that. And then right after that, I went downstairs, and my wife and I worked on our home gym. Uh, We're putting together a home gym uh, but the problem is, is that I, I forgot to record, I, I forgot to sit down and play some Bravely Default 2. Uh, the Bravely Default 2 demo is now out and I have not played it yet. And I really wanted to play it before I recorded this, but I just didn't have time. So I am going to be playing the Bravely Default 2 demo before the next episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. And I'll, I'll talk all about it at that point, but Hey, it's available. Anybody can head on over to Nintendo.com, type in Bravely Default 2, and you can click. Did you guys know that you didn't have to do it on your Nintendo Switch? You can just, if you're signed in at Nintendo.com, you can just say install the demo, and it'll be installed for you next time you grab your Nintendo Switch, which is awesome. Uh, But I'm very excited about Bravely Default. If you've never played uh, Bravely Default, uh, it started out on the 3DS. Fantastic game. The original Bravely Default is really, really good. It gets a little repetitive near the end, but it's a really, really good game. Here's what I have to say about it. This game is awesome and would have done a billion times better if they called it Final Fantasy Bravely Default. It is essentially a Final Fantasy game. You have like these four characters. You are out there looking for crystals for crying out loud. And it is a straight-up turn-based Japanese RPG. It is a Final Fantasy game. And it's by Square Enix. And if Square Enix had just called the original Bravely Default Final Fantasy Bravely Default, it would have sold like gangbusters. Now, it already did pretty well. It did pretty well on the 3DS. But it would have done even better. And Bravely Default 2, I am very, very excited for There's a bunch of people who missed out on the first one because it wasn't called Final Fantasy, and they probably never heard of it. So I'm here to tell you, if you like Final Fantasy games, you're probably going to like Bravely Default 2. I'm assuming the combat is roughly the same. I played the original demo for Bravely Default 2. They had a demo, I don't know, like eight months ago, I think it was, and uh, the combat is relatively similar to the original. The way that it works is when it's your turn, your character can either have an attack or they can do a brave. Uh, And if they do a brave, then they store that attack to use later. And so what you want to do is you, you do a bunch of braves, which means that you're taking a chance that the enemy can attack you before you get to take them down, right? But you do a bunch of braves in order to uh, build up as many uh, attack turns as you can And then when you lower the defenses of the enemies, 
in some way, like maybe you make them weak against sword attacks or something, then you can unleash on them with a whole bunch of attacks all at once, taking them down really, really quickly. Uh, it's a really cool combat system, and I like it a lot. Another thing that I liked about the original was how customizable it was. If I wanted to have monsters attack me all the time as I'm walking across the, the overland map, I can do that. Uh, I can turn that up. I can also turn it completely off. So as I go from point A to point B, they just leave me alone. Now you might ask, well, why would you want them to attack you? So you can get more XP. So if you are in grinding mode, then turn it all the way up, grind away. And if you're working on story stuff, then turn it off so you can get from point A to point B without being interrupted every 15 seconds. Now in Bravely Default 2, I can't remember if this was the case in Bravely Default 1, but in Bravely Default 2, you can see enemies on the map, like in the overworld, and they'll like chase you down and then you can fight with them. I'm remembering from the first demo. Uh, but I'm excited for this game. It's it the, the graphics are really good. I love that it's on the Nintendo Switch and not the 3DS. Nothing against the 3DS. I'm just a bigger fan of the Nintendo Switch. And um, Bravely Default 2 has its demo. Uh, the game comes out February 26th. So now is the time for you to find out if this is a game for you. I honestly, I forgot it was coming so soon. And I'm a little torn because we've got um, Mario... Uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury coming and Bravely Default 2 coming right after um, makes me like, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm struggling as to which one I really want to uh, jump into uh, head first because um, Super Mario World, I'll be done with that pretty quickly. But Bravely Default 2 is a huge investment in time. My guess is it's going to be a uh, hundreds or a uh, hundreds hour hundreds of hours of gameplay. All right, speaking of games that have hundreds of hours of gameplay, I have been playing on not on the, the Nintendo Switch, but I've been playing Hitman 3 on uh Google Stadia. And why am I bringing this up now? Because Hitman 3 is going to have a cloud version on Nintendo Switch. And I am very very impressed with Hitman 3. It's my first time really playing a Hitman game, and I have to say, it is not simply a stealth game. Uh, everybody looks at Hitman and they say, okay, well, this is a stealth game. I'm not really into stealth games. Uh, you know, as soon as you get caught, it's game over. That's not a, a fun way to play. That's what I thought, too. And then I played Hitman 3, and I realized that I was wrong. It's not about being perfect all the time. It's about trying to make a plan and making the best of a bad situation sometimes or completely stumbling into uh, a, a new uh, way to take out your target. I'm very excited for this game and I want I, I love playing Hitman 3 and I'm, I'm just happy that more people are going to be able to play it. So if you have a Nintendo Switch and you are interested in this, uh, it is, uh, Hitman 3 is coming to Nintendo Switch. It, well, actually, by the time you hear this, it's already out. Uh, came out on uh, January 20th uh, of this year. It's a really good game. Now, you're, you, you know, you might have to make a decision about whether or not cloud version of Nintendo Switch is something that you're interested in. Because maybe you only play your Switch when you are out and about and you never play your Switch any other time. In which case, I would recommend you pick up 
the Stadia version of it uh, and play at your desk or uh, or on your TV if you've got a, a, a the the Stadia uh, Premier Edition. Uh, anyway, it's a fantastic game, and I think everybody should try it out. It's it's a puzzle game, not a stealth game. All right, the last thing that I want to talk about today before we get out of here is some really, really impressive sales numbers. Uh, number one, Among Us, uh, which came out on the Nintendo Switch not very long ago. Um, that game has sold 3.2 million copies on the Nintendo Switch in one month. Now, granted, the game is incredibly cheap. I think it's like $5, um, but wow, that is a hell of a, a hell of a launch month. I mean, I know that Among Us is like the most popular game on the internet. At least it was a couple of weeks ago when I felt like I was up to date on things. But man, uh, 3.2 million, million copies is very, very impressive. And speaking of sales numbers, uh, Koei Tecmo released their sales numbers for uh, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which is my favorite uh, Musou game ever so far. And I've played three of them now. Um, it is their best-selling Musou game ever. Not a huge surprise. I mean, it's got the it's got the pedigree of Zelda behind it. It has the uh, the uh, the lore of Breath of the Wild behind it, and uh, Nintendo hyped it up pretty much. And then on top of that, it kind of landed in this time when there wasn't a lot to play on Nintendo Switch. You put all of that stuff together. And you've got a really good recipe for uh, uh, high sales for uh, the the uh, Age of Calamity uh, version. Okay, so that's it for this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, wh- which are you more impressed with? The Hyrule Warriors sales or the Among Us sales? Are you interested in trying out Hitman 3 Cloud version on the Nintendo Switch? Please let me know what you think of the Bravely Default 2 demo And are you going to check out Turrican Flashback when it comes out on January 29th? Let me know in the comment section down below. And if you're listening to this podcast uh, on your podcast device of choice, you can always check out the video version of the show over on my YouTube channel, nerdnest.tv. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.